1: Tonight, we'll read the next part to Winnie the Pooh A children's story written by A. A. Milne And published in 1926 This collection of short stories Features an anthropomorphic teddy bear, Winnie the Pooh Along with his friends Christopher Robin Piglet Eeyore Owl Rabbit Kanga and Roo. In the previous episode, we read the second half of Chapter 6, in which Eeyore had a birthday and got two presents. Then we read the first half of Chapter 7, in which Kanga and Roo came to the forest, and Piglet will, apparently, have a bath. Plan to Capture Baby Roo 1. General Remarks Kanga runs faster than any of us, even me. 2. More General Remarks Kanga never takes her eye off Baby Roo, except when he safely buttoned up in her pocket. 3. Therefore, if we are to capture Baby Roo, we must get a long start because Kanga runs faster than any of us, even me, See one 4. A thought. If Roo had jumped out of Kanga's pocket and Piglet had jumped in, Kanga wouldn't know the difference, because Piglet is a very small animal. 5. Like Roo. 6. But Kanga would have to be looking the other way first, so as not to see Piglet jumping in. Seven. See two. Eight. Another thought. But if Pooh was talking to her very excitedly, she might look the other way for a moment. Nine. And then I could run away with Rue. Ten. Quickly. Eleven. And Kango wouldn't discover the difference until afterwards. Well... Rabbit read this out proudly, and for a little while after, nobody said anything. And then Piglet, who had been opening and shutting his mouth without making any noise, managed to say very huskily, And afterwards? How do you mean? When Kanga discovers the difference... Then we all say, aha, all three of us, yes. Oh, why, what's the trouble, Piglet? Nothing, said Piglet, as long as we all three say it, as long as we all three say it, said Piglet, I don't mind, he said but I shouldn't care to say aha by myself. It wouldn't sound nearly so well. By the way, he said, you are quite sure about what you said about the winter months? The winter months? Yes, only being fierce in the winter months. Oh, yes, yes, that's all right. Well, Pooh? You see what you have to do? No, said Pooh Bear. Not yet, he said. What do I do? Well, you just have to talk very hard to Kanga so as she doesn't notice anything. Oh, what about? Anything you like. You mean like telling her a little bit of poetry or something. That's it, said Rabbit. Splendid. Now come along. So they all went out to look for Kanga. Kanga and Roo were spending a quiet afternoon in a sandy part of the forest. Baby Roo was practicing very small jumps in the sand and falling down mouse holes and climbing out of them. And Kanga was fidgeting about and saying, Just one more jump, dear, and then we must go home. And at that moment, who should come stumping up the hill but Pooh. Good afternoon, Kanga. Good afternoon, Pooh. Look at me jumping, squeaked Roo and fell into another mouse hole. Hello, Roo, my little fellow. We were just going home, said Kanga. Good afternoon, Rabbit. Good afternoon, Piglet. Rabbit and Piglet who had now come up from the other side of the hill, said, Good afternoon, and Hello, Roo. And Roo asked them to look at him jumping, so they stayed and looked. And Kanga looked too. Oh, Kanga, said Pooh, after Rabbit had winked at him twice. I don't know if you are interested in Poetry at all? Hardly at all, said Kanga. Oh, said Pooh. Roo, dear, just one more jump and then we must go home. There was a short silence while Roo fell down another mouse hole. Go on, said Rabbit in a loud whisper behind his paw. Talking of poetry, said Pooh, I made up a little piece as I was coming along. It went like this. Uh, now let me see. Fancy, said Kanga. Now, Rue, dear, you'll like this piece of poetry, said Rabbit. You'll love it, said Piglet. You must listen very carefully, said Rabbit. So as not to miss any of it, said Piglet. Oh, yes, said Kanga, but she still looked at Baby Roo. How did it go, Pooh? said Rabbit. Pooh gave a little cough and began Lines written by a bear of very little brain. On Monday, when the sun is hot, I wonder to myself a lot. Now is it true or is it not that what is which and which is what? On Tuesday, when it hails and snows, The feeling on me grows and grows that hardly nobody knows if those are these or these are those. On Wednesday, when the sky is blue and I have nothing else to do, I sometimes wonder if it's true that who is what and what is who. On Thursday, when it starts to freeze and hoar frost twinkles on the trees, how very readily one sees that these are whose, but whose are these on Friday Yes, it is, isn't it? said Kanga, not waiting to hear what happened on Friday. Just one more jump, Roo, and then we really must be going, dear. Rabbit gave Pooh a hurrying-up sort of nudge. "'Talking of poetry,' said Pooh quickly. "'Have you ever noticed that tree right over there?' "'Where?' said Kanga. "'Now, Roo, right over there,' said Pooh, "'pointing behind Kanga's back.' "'No,' said Kanga. Now jump in, Rue, dear, and we'll go home. You ought to look at that tree over there, said Rabbit. Shall I lift you up, Roo? And he picked up Roo in his paws. I can see a bird in it from here, said Pooh. Or is it a fish? You ought to see that bird from here, said Rabbit. Unless it's a fish. It isn't a fish, it's a bird, said Piglet. "Show it is, said Rabbit. Is it a starling or a blackbird, said Pooh. Well, that's the whole question, said Rabbit. Is it a blackbird or a starling? And then at last, Kanga did turn her head to look. And the moment that her head was turned, "'Rabbit said in a loud voice, "'In you go, Roo,' and in jumped Piglet into Kanga's pocket, "'and off scampered Rabbit with Roo in his paws as fast as he could. "'Why, where's Rabbit?' said Kanga, turning round again. "'Are you all right, Roo, dear?' Piglet made a squeaky roo noise from the bottom of Kanga's pocket. Rabbit had to go away, said Pooh. I think he thought of something he had to go and see about suddenly. And Piglet? I think Piglet thought of something at the same time, suddenly. Well, we must be getting home, said Kanga. Goodbye, Pooh. And in three large jumps, she was gone. Pooh looked after her as she went. I wish I could jump like that, he thought. Some can and some can't. That's how it is. But there were moments when Piglet wished that Kanga couldn't. Often, when he had had a long walk home through the forest he had wished that he were a bird but now he thought jerkily to himself at the bottom of kanga's pocket if fish shall really to flying i never it and as he went up in the air he said oh and as he came down he said oh and he was saying oh ow oh, ow wow, all the way to Kanga's house. Of course, as soon as Kanga unbuttoned her pocket, she saw what had happened. Just for a moment, she thought she was frightened, and then she knew she wasn't, for she felt quite sure that Christopher Robin would never let any harm happen to Roo. "'So she said to herself, "'If they are having a joke with me, "'I will have a joke with them.' "'Now then, Rue dear,' she said, "'as she took Piglet out of her pocket. "'Bedtime!' Aha," ha said Piglet, "'as well as he could after his terrifying journey. "'But it wasn't a very good aha and Kanga didn't seem to understand what it meant. Bath first, said Kanga, in a cheerful voice. Aha! said Piglet again, looking round anxiously for the others. But the others weren't there. Rabbit was playing with Baby Roo in his own house, and feeling more fond of him every minute. And Pooh, who had decided to be a Kanga, was still at the sandy place on the top of the forest, practicing jumps. I am not at all sure, said Kanga in a thoughtful voice, that it wouldn't be a good idea to have a cold bath this evening. Would you like that, Rue, dear? Piglet, who had never been really fond of baths, shuddered a long, indignant shudder and said in as brave a voice as he could, Kanga, I see that the time has come to spleek painly. Funny little Roo, said Kanga as she got the bathwater ready. I am not Roo, said Piglet loudly. I am Piglet. Yes, dear, yes, said Kanga soothingly and imitating Piglet's voice, too. So clever of him, she went on, as she took a large bar of yellow soap out of the cupboard. What will he be doing next? Can't you see, shouted Piglet. Haven't you got eyes? Look at me. I am looking, Roo dear said Kanga, rather severely. And you know what I told you yesterday about making faces. If you go on making faces like Piglet's, you will grow up to look like Piglet, and then think how sorry you will be. Now then, into the bath, and don't let me have to speak to you about it again. Before he knew where he was, Piglet was in the bath, and Kanga was scrubbing him firmly with a large, lathery flannel. Ow! cried Piglet. Let me out! I'm Piglet! Don't open the mouth, dear, or the soap goes in, said Kanga. There! What did I tell you? you? You did it on purpose, spluttered Piglet as soon as he could speak again and then accidentally had another mouthful of lathery flannel. That's right, dear. Don't say anything, said Kanga. And in another minute, Piglet was out of the bath and being rubbed dry with a towel. Now, said Kanga, there's your medicine and then bed. What medicine, said Piglet, to make you grow big and strong, dear? You don't want to grow up small and weak like Piglet, do you? Well then, at that moment, there was a knock at the door. Come in, said Kanga, and in came Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin, Christopher Robin, cried Piglet. Tell Kanga who I am. She keeps saying I'm Roo. I'm not Roo, am I? Christopher Robin looked at him very carefully and shook his head. You can't be Roo, he said, because I've just seen Roo playing in Rabbit's house. Well, said Kanga, fancy that. Fancy my making a mistake like that. There you are, said Piglet. I told you so. I'm Piglet. Christopher Robin shook his head again. Oh, you're not Piglet, he said. I know Piglet well, and he's quite a different color. Piglet began to say that this was because he had just had a bath, and then he thought that perhaps he wouldn't say that. And as he opened his mouth to say something else, Kanga slipped the medicine spoon in and then patted him on the back and told him that it was really quite a nice taste once you got used to it. I knew it wasn't piglet, said Kanga. I wonder who it can be. Perhaps it's some relation of Pooh's," said Christopher Robin. What about a nephew or an uncle or something? Kanga agreed that this was probably what it was. And said that they would have to call it by some name. I shall call it Pootle, said Christopher Robin, Henry Pootle for short. And just when it was decided, Henry Pootle wriggled out of Kanga's arms and jumped to the ground. To his great joy, Christopher Robin had left the door open. Never had Henry Pootle Piglet run so fast as he ran then, and he didn't stop running until he had got quite close to his house. But when he was a hundred yards away, he stopped running and rolled the rest of the way home so as to get his own nice, comfortable color again. So Kanga and Roo stayed in the forest, And every Tuesday, Roo spent the day with his great friend, Rabbit. And every Tuesday, Kanga spent the day with her great friend, Pooh, teaching him to jump. And every Tuesday, Piglet spent the day with his great friend, Christopher Robin. So, they were all happy again. Chapter 8 In which Christopher Robin leads an expedition to the North Pole. One fine day, Pooh had stumped up to the top of the forest to see if his friend Christopher Robin was interested in bears at all. At breakfast that morning, A simple meal of marmalade spread lightly over a honeycomb or two. He had suddenly thought of a new song. It began like this. Sing ho for the life of a bear. When he had got as far as this, he scratched his head and thought to himself. That's a very good start for a song but what about the second line? He tried singing ho two or three times, but it didn't seem to help. Perhaps it would be better, he thought, if I sang hi for the life of a bear. So he sang it, but it wasn't. Very well then, he said, I shall sing that first line twice, and perhaps if I sing it very quickly, I shall find myself singing the third and fourth lines before I have time to think of them, and that will be a good song. Now then, sing ho for the life of a bear. Sing ho for the life of a bear. I don't much mind if it rains or it snows cause I've got a lot of honey on my nice new nose. I don't much care if it snows or thaws cause I've got a lot of honey on my nice clean paws. Sing ho for a bear, sing ho for a poo and I'll have a little something in an hour or two. He was so pleased with this song that he sang it all the way to the top of the forest. And if I go on singing it much longer, he thought, it will be time for the little something and then the last line won't be true. So he turned it into a hum instead. Christopher Robin was sitting outside his door putting on his big boots. As soon as he saw the big boots, Pooh knew that an adventure was going to happen, and he brushed the honey off his nose with the back of his paw and spruced himself up as well as he could so as to look ready for anything. "'Good morning, Christopher Robin,' he called out. "'Hello, Pooh Bear.' I can't get this boot on. That's bad, said Pooh. Do you think you could very kindly lean against me? Because I keep pulling so hard that I fall over backwards. Pooh sat down, dug his feet into the ground, and pushed hard against Christopher Robin's back. And Christopher Robin pushed hard against his, and pulled and pulled at his boot. "'until he had got it on. "'And that's that,' said Pooh. "'What do we do next?' "'We are all going on an expedition,' said Christopher Robin, "'as he got up and brushed himself. "'Thank you, Pooh.' "'Going on an expedition?' said Pooh eagerly. "'I don't think I've ever been on one of those.' Where are we going to on this expedition? Expedition, silly old bear. It's got an X in it. Oh, said Pooh. I know. But he didn't really. We're going to discover the North Pole. Oh, said Pooh again. What is the North Pole? he asked. It's just a thing you discover said Christopher Robin carelessly, not being quite sure himself. Oh, I see, said Pooh. Are bears any good at discovering it? Of course they are. And Rabbit and Kanga and all of you, it's an expedition. That's what an expedition means. A long line of everybody. You'd better tell the others to get ready while I see if my gun's all right. And we must all bring provisions. Bring what? Things to eat. Oh, said Pooh happily. I thought you said provisions. I'll go and tell them. And he stumped off. The first person he met was Rabbit. Hello, Rabbit, he said. Is that you? Let's pretend it isn't, said Rabbit, and see what happens. I've got a message for you. I'll give it to him. We're all going on an expedition with Christopher Robin. What is it we're going on? A sort of boat, I think, said Pooh. Oh, that sort? Yes. And we're going to discover a pole or something. Or was it a mole? Anyhow, we're going to discover it. We are, are we? Said Rabbit. Yes. And we've got to bring pro- things to eat with us. In case we want to eat them. Now I'm going to tell Piglet. Tell Kanga, will you? He left Rabbit and hurried down to Piglet's house. The Piglet was sitting on the ground at the door of his house, blowing happily at a dandelion, and wondering whether it would be this year, next year, sometime, or never. He had just discovered that it would be never, and was trying to remember what it was, and hoping it wasn't anything nice when Pooh came up. Oh, Piglet, said Pooh excitedly. We're going on an expedition, all of us, with things to eat, to discover something. To discover what? Said Piglet anxiously. Oh, just something. Nothing fierce. Christopher Robin didn't say anything about fierce, He just said it had an X. It isn't their necks, I mind, said Piglet earnestly. It's their teeth. But if Christopher Robin is coming, I don't mind anything. In a little while, they were already at the top of the forest and the expedition started. First, Came Christopher Robin and Rabbit, then Piglet and Pooh, then Kanga, with Roo in her pocket, and Owl, then Eeyore, and at the end, in a long line, all rabbits,
0: friends and relations.